0: Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I dot com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply.
1: Ready to celebrate International Women's Day?
2: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens.
3: Hey, y'all. I'm Erin Haynes. I'm the editor-at-large for The 19th News a nonprofit newsroom reporting on gender, politics, and policy. We look at where our democracy remains unfinished, where women, people of color, and queer people are still not included. And later this month, I'll be your host for a brand new podcast from the 19th News and Wonder Media Network called The Amendment. More on that soon. But for now, I'm excited to be your guest host for this month of Womanica. This Black History Month, we're talking about revolutionaries, the Black women who led struggles for liberation from violent governments, colonial rulers, and enslavers. These women had the courage to imagine radically different worlds, and they used their power to try and pull those worlds into view. Today, we're talking about an Igbo woman who was instrumental in the fight for independence from British colonial rule in Nigeria. Let's meet Madam Inwayeroa. Enwayaroa was an Igbo woman living in the village of Iloco in southeastern Nigeria. Historians don't know when she was born or where, but they do know that she was influential in Aloko and sold palm oil and palm kernels there. In Igbo culture, men and women worked collaboratively inside and outside the household. Women were key members of the local and regional economy. Some women from elite families could even participate in politics. As Britain expanded its colonial power, though, they started making some big changes. The British government enacted a warrant chief system. Local men were appointed as warrant chiefs, and their job was to exercise authority over their fellow villagers, according to British law. These men were elevated and essentially made agents of the British colonial government. Notably, this system excluded women. Part of the warrant chief system included a census and a tax on the men of the village. Some families were so burdened by the tax, they turned to mortgaging and selling their children. Men and women of the village were poorer than ever and felt like they were being treated like property, not people and women had very little say in the matter. What the British didn't realize is that Igbo women still had the power of their social structures. They maintained market networks and kinship groups. During regular meetings, the women of Oloco decided to revolt if the British started taxing them directly. They contributed to their husband's tax, and that was already burdensome enough. Where would they find the money? They made money but not enough for a tax. They often depended on their husbands for money to buy food and clothes. One morning in November of 1929, Warrant Chief Okugo was tasked with collecting a more detailed census, one that included all of the wives, children, and livestock in loco. When an agent showed up at Enwairoa's door, she had a bad feeling about it. She thought the British government was preparing to tax women. The agent asked Enwairoa to count her goats, sheep, and members of her household. She refused and sarcastically asked if his widowed mother was counted. A fight ensued. Then, in ran to a nearby women's assembly to warn everyone that what they were worried about was about to happen. Women were set to be taxed. The women had a plan. They sent out palm leaves, which let the women in neighboring villages know they needed help. Those women sent out palm leaves to their neighboring villages. Then, they launched a revolt. Women gathered at the Warrant Chief's home in an act of protest called Sitting on a Man. Decorated in war paint, they danced, sang, and generally made a disturbance, calling for Okugo to resign. For weeks, more than 10,000 women targeted Warrant Chiefs, Native courts, and European factories. They looted and destroyed buildings. They attacked prisons and released the prisoners. The riot finally ended in a loco when the British district officer put the warrant chief in jail to appease the women. The rebellion still continued elsewhere. In the nearby town of Oerenta, another census taker got in a fight with a pregnant woman and knocked her down. The altercation led to a miscarriage. The women were furious and protested at the census taker's home. The protest turned violent, Two women were killed and many more injured at the hands of the British police. The woman leading the protest was arrested and taken to the city of Aba. On December 11, 1929, 10,000 women traveled to Aba City to protest her arrest. A British medical officer struck two protesters with his car, killing them. The violence and mistreatment from the British kept coming. Fed up. The women raided a nearby bank and broke their leader out of prison. By January 1930, the protests were quelled. Reports vary, but it's estimated that between 50 and 100 women were killed by British soldiers and policemen. The last documented moment in Inwairua's life comes from a testimony she gave against Warrant Chief Okugo a few months after the war ended. In it, she said, We had no money to pay tax. I was once a rich woman, but as Okugo had been taking money away from me, I had now no money. Not much else is known about Nwayerua's life, but we do know the outsized impact she had on her nation. The rebellion became known as the Aba Women's Riots, or Women's War. And afterwards, the role of women in society improved, Before, only women from elite backgrounds were able to participate in politics. After the rebellion, women from less advantaged backgrounds got their chance to participate too. The Aba Women's War also inspired other female movements throughout the 1930s and 40s and sparked a greater anti colonial movement that led to Nigeria's independence from Britain in 1960. All month, we're talking about revolutionaries. For more information, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for having me as a guest host. Talk to you tomorrow.
2: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. and treat yourself to some Conair Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens.